Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sugar Bushes? Welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. Uh, I just got back into town like an hour ago, so it's going to be a, a grand old time. Um, I was listening to our podcast on the way uh, to Omaha. Best episodes ever. Yeah, I know, honestly. And I, was, I noticed that the intro music is really quiet compared to what it used to be. Well, I remember because we fucked with it during that one episode, and I well, don't think we fixed it. Well, because it's, ba- I, I figured it was because it's ripped from an episode, so it was probably re- probably the reason why it's quiet. I, mean, I can just go back into an oh, editor, yeah, right, editor, and then up the sound on it, and then re-upload it to the board, which isn't that big of a deal. It's quite easy. Um. Okay. We well, Snacks and I were looking at. Our future dystopia, which is new VR headsets and Fuck AR yeah, headsets. Fuck yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait. Uh, dude, so what I was saying is that if you have these AR glasses, you're like, like you and I can have a conversation, and we, sometimes when we're having a conversation, you're not looking at your phone, yeah. which means you're looking at my face and not a screen. Yeah. But if you're wearing these glasses, you're literally never not looking at a screen. Yeah. That just seems bad. I mean, I agree, but also, like, you What's know. What's going to happen to these people when the screens turn but off? But also, whenever, it, I think I feel like it's a case-by-case basis, too, because we kind of essentially have the same thing right now with, you know, looking at our phones all the fucking time, and some people will, yes, be looking at a screen 24-7 hours a day, not never turning it off, blah, 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 and some people won't. It's just how it is. You know, people... Having self control, some people oh, are yeah. overindulge. We'll just people, we'll just rely on people having self control. No, I didn't say that. I said some people have self control and some people overindulge. I, I think the more we make this stuff, the less self control people will have. Nah, I don't believe that. Especially when we're giving them to fucking babies. I have a pretty two year olds with iPads. Pretty now. low. Uh, I have pretty low faith in humanity, but whatever. I mean, fucking capitalism, baby. We put it out there, and if you overuse it and it ruins your life, that's your fault, not ours. Let's let's sell you a cure. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, giving babies iPads and shit like that. Um, I don't know if it's that's any... That's not good for your brain. But you can't sit there and say that our parents would, wouldn't have done the same. No, if, absolutely if, not. If it was available when we were growing up. I can up. say, as someone without kids, that I will never do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm positive. I, I will. I 100% will. If you won't shut the fuck up, here's an iPad. Here's Go, an iPad. Here, watch Cocomelon or take, some shit. Take a little bit of this whiskey on a rag. And get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, I've got more. I'm going to put you in this room and close the door. Yeah. I'll be and, back in four yeah. hours. <laughs> you can take care of yourself. You're five. It's time for you to start pulling your own weight in this goddamn family. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, <laughs> I mean, felt real. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm playing fetch with my cat. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, I feel like it. it it's definitely an issue but also what's not what it's not an issue i mean it's it's That's down true. to the person overusing it or or knowing their limit yeah which... but the thing is that all of this all of my concerns and mark zuckerberg is making it yeah i, I mean come fair. on 
I Come guess on. that's very, yeah. I mean, nothing Mark Zuckerberg has ever done has been, where's the fucking ball? Did you not bring it back? Why'd you come over here with nothing? Stupid. Uh, yeah, dummy. Uh, I Anything Mark Zuckerberg has done has never benefited humanity. Maybe not. I, I was going to say. Go yeah, I agree. 100%. I was going to say you maybe way. You're very brave for that. Yeah. <laughs> you're a <bravery>. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say way in the beginning, maybe. But no, even then, when he first created Facebook, he was emailing people like, all these idiots gave me their emails and Stupid passwords if you want it. Yeah, yeah. So he's always him. been in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, sometime. let's fucking let's get old. conversation with Mark. Zucky boy and just belittle him the entire time. <laughs> that dude makes more money than any but of us I want to do an interview where we only bully people. People. Yeah, and we just talk mad who, shit yeah, on them. Yeah, see who's willing to sit in the hot seat. Yeah, and, and just get fucking take grilled. The hot shit. Yeah. Speaking of people who have been in hot seats, I just watched the new Louis C.K. special. Yeah, how'd that go? It was actually really funny. Was it really? And to his credit, not that he's like, I don't think he's being performative. I don't think he's, you know, working against Dave Chappelle. But he was, he mentions a few things about the gays or the trans or whatever, and he's very supportive, and he doesn't say any stupid bullshit like Dave Chappelle has been saying a lot lately. And uh, it was honestly pretty good. It was really funny. What did he get in trouble for again? Louis? Yeah. Louis was weird, okay? Wasn't he winking it in front of somebody? But the thing is, as far as I saw, he was always asking, hey, can I jerk off in front of you guys? And then they'd be like, yeah. And then he did, and then... You know, they weren't happy with the results, so which is a complicated, weird yeah, it's issue. A, it's a, it's they a, definitely shouldn't. I think maybe you should have just asked nobody. I, yeah. You know? you, <laughs> I don't know. Or, like, paid someone for uh, it. Yeah. Like, just so you know that it's like, this will not come back and... and um, I just couldn't imagine me. going and facing the world again after yeah, everybody yeah. finding out Honestly, that I did that I mean, stuff. people have found out, I guess, weirder shit. About somebody, and they're still. I mean, Roman Polanski just raped a child and yeah, then made that's, movies. Yeah, so, that's also you know, true. You can just coast. Um, I yeah, guess. and and people are like, "Well, that was a long time ago." No, you're well, still that's awful. Really, not yeah, how that you're, works. You're still a horrible human being. This is basically as long as you wait long enough after doing something bad, you're yeah. clear. You're a good person you now. Can, or you can do the Kevin Spacey move and then be like, oh. hey, you diddle the kid and then go in front of the press and be like, I'm gay. And then just leave <laughs> and never come back. Mic drop. Yeah. Like, Everyone's like, oh. Like, okay, that wasn't exactly well, what Kevin, we were. Well, Kevin, that doesn't... Yeah, that, still need to that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't cancel that out, but uh, no. we need to talk about this. Okay, yeah, do you want me to throw it to you? For you, or she's pretty active. She seems to be doing she's good. Like, she looks better. Yeah, she, she doesn't look as thick in the chest. Yeah, I know. She is that fucking slow feeder, dude. How much weight has she lost? I don't know. I haven't put her on the scale yet. I can give it some time. I've only had it for like a month, maybe. So we'll fucking give it a couple. I thought months it was way see. longer. I have no idea. No, it's a pretty pretty recent development in our household. Um, who are you covering today again? The Rainbow Family. Oh, yeah, Are you yeah, going yeah, first, yeah, though? Yeah, yeah I am Yeah, because you did the Habbo Hotel last. Um, like I said, that last episode was dank. Yeah, it was really good. We need to promo it, but yeah. we'll do it later. Um, no one, it's, yeah, we're going to do it in like a month and or the so. The people who, the half of our regular fan base who are listening during December, we appreciate you. Yeah. But we understand um, the December slot. Yeah, it's, ho- it's holidays, man. You got to spend time it's with likely the, that we'll your have family to take that you hate. off. Yeah. Or, or, or uh, yeah, you know, one of the weeks. Or well, whatever. yeah, I know. Like, uh, I think uh, um, 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 Christmas time, we're pro- I'm, prob- I'm not going to be in town. I'm, 
haven't went and visited my family for Christmas in like three or four years. So um, I usually try to actively avoid it. Yeah, um, I've always tried to go on holidays. That's thing. fair. I get that. My family's kind of tight though, so I'm like, all right, all right, I'll show up. Plus, I just don't like opening presents in front of other people. I don't yeah. like buying presents for people. I don't, I don't like so I don't. anymore being in a group of people, especially yeah. because a group of almost any of my family's mostly unvaccinated. Yeah, that's fair. That's and I just fair. don't want to be around any of it. I get that. Um, I can uh, totally understand Not that. Not the vibe. Not the vibe at all. Luckily, my family's fucking pretty cool. Um, I get along real well with my brothers and... My stepdad. Then I got to go Is to... Is going to be out of prison for this Christmas? No, he gets out of prison in March. Um, no sick holidays. Yeah. To work. Maybe yeah. Easter? I no, don't know. You can no. do something with that. I don't know. He gets out in March, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm supposed to also go have... Um, supposed to also have dinner with or like a gathering with my dad's side of the family. And they're all... They're really cool people. They're really nice. They're just very... Um, Wealthy, so oh. um, they're all show up in their Christmas sweaters and stuff like that, and then I show up looking the way I do, like a I, Christmas goblin. Yeah, yeah. But they, I mean, <laughs> throughout the entirety of my life, every time I've showed up looking fucking unhinged, uh, they've never said anything about it. They've never been like, you "What just, are you doing?" They're yeah. just like, "Hey, nice to see you." Yeah, I would, dude. Just having my blue hair for a while, my pe- family would not shut the. Fuck yeah, really. Up yeah. Oh, no, my, my my my. It made me want to not do it anymore. Yeah, like, my oh my, uh, my family has been pretty supportive about everything. Uh, luckily, everyone's like, <laughs> "Yeah, oh my god, please stop talking." Yeah, there's this one guy. Um, because I'm almost certain they're not gonna listen to this. So <laughs> there's this one dude that showed up last time I was there. I don't know what relation he had to me. We weren't like direct related related. He was like he was like um married to someone I'm related to. I really I don't fucking know. But uh-huh. he had a badge on. He had a badge on his belt, kind of like a fucking detective would. He had a a weapon in like two or three magazines and I was like is dude a fucking cop? Like I don't know any cops in my family and then he left and I was asking somebody, I was like, what does that guy do? And they were like, oh, he's security at the casino. Oh I was like, oh, you fucking God. nerd. You just showed up to a family function. Badge. Yeah, with a, with a badge and three magazines. If you got to use three magazines in your fight. security Yeah, agent. yeah. As, as he's just itching for a... a- what casino or what is it? Uh, An Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven yeah, scene where yeah. you can spray in um, a bunch of would-be criminals. Yeah, and I'm like, um, um, if you, I get having magazines and backups or whatever, but if you're one if you're if you're dropping three mags in a gunfight, you should turn in your weapon. I mean, you're just dressing up. Yeah, honestly, you're, you're cosplaying. Yeah, you're yeah. And if if like if Stop. you're if you're going up against enough individuals for three magazines, you're gonna need three magazines. You should probably break contact and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> you're um, overmatched, yeah, bud. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking call this it is, good, dude. It's a job. Yeah, you know yeah. what are you gonna get in a full three mag gunfight? Mm-hmm. Over your job in the middle Quit. of a casino, dude. No, Leave. no way. Get out of here. Get out. I'm a what are you security covering? supervisor, and I don't even carry a weapon. Oh yeah. Um, no, yeah. Uh, I'm You're covering. Supposed to throw yourself stuck. in front of the yeah, shooter. Yeah, yeah. And Absorb the bullets with your body. Yeah, I. Uh, Thank you for your sacrifice. So yeah, yeah. Some people are like, oh, what if this happens? And I'm just like, I call the police. I leave. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> putting myself in danger for that. But you get paid. Yeah. Fuck that. Not enough. <laughs> um, I'm covering Homestuck. 
Homestuck, that's right. Yeah, you were yeah. talking about that, the ancient comic. Um, the yeah. The webcomic. So, I don't really... The million episodes. Yeah, to preface this, I don't know exactly what the fuck Homestuck is. And I gotta be Still? honest. I don't think, yeah, I don't even really think anyone knows what Homestuck is. Oh. Even the people who read it. Oh, like, okay. Like, it's okay. a webcomic, but... Okay. So... I don't know, and I say that because I don't know how to describe to you what Homestuck is. Um, there really isn't one answer, and I'm going to try to give a brief description of what it is, even though that's also going to be hard. But if you've been in, like, if, you, if, you, if you're into cosplay, you've gone to cons, uh, you're into any kind of, like, webcomic, stuff like that, just, like, animated stuff in general... Uh, or just internet lore, you know what I'm talking about, or at least you've heard it. Like, everyone's heard of Homestuck. It's just that big. I um, haven't. I'm surprised that I haven't. Yeah, you probably have seen some references somewhere, and just it went over your head because it's very obscure. Um, so I've been wanting to cover it for a while, but it, ever, like, you know, it was kind of like the Steven Universe fandom. Every time you see a list of insane yeah. or toxic fandoms, you always see Homestuck in it. Um, I just haven't done it till now because it's like a really intimidating subject to cover because there's so fucking much that to go to go over. I'm um, looking at the comic right now. Yeah, like I went to the website. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It is. It's it, not it, portrayed it, like a web comic. No, where you no, have no. the panels all no, on one uh, page. So um, I'm gonna do my best to give you a brief uh, summarization of exactly what it is. Even though when I do this, I know I'm going to barely scratch the surface. And you'll probably be like, yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, so I got my information from one of our favorite places, Hobby Drama, uh, as well as a really long but well-written article on Media.com by Ben Tolkien titled Homestuck in Review, the Internet's First Masterpiece. Um, that Hobby Drama, fuck, hold on. I swear to God, I wrote the, down. When I Google Homestuck, the website says over 8,000 pages. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're getting ahead of me like I was getting ahead of you um, last time. Uh, I'm Hold on, give me a second. And the um, last panel of the comic says... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got the information from Hobby Drama. I guess I forgot to write down the person's username. From user Pirated Deathmatch, they wrote a really good piece on, like, some one of the dramas that happened during uh, the Homestuck fandom's life, I guess. So basically, and like I said, Ben Tolkien wrote a really good. It's super fucking long. It's incredibly long, but it's called Homestuck and Review: The Internet's First Masterpiece. It's on Media.com. It's really good, but um, or Medium.com. I think I fucked medium, that one up. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely Medium. Um, so a little bit about a little bit about Homestuck. I have a Medium article about Rainbow Gathering. Oh, nice. <laughs> fuck yeah. So Homestuck is a webcomic created by Andrew Hussey that is slash was hosted on MSPaintAdventures.com, which is now Homestuck.com. It's funny that it was MSPaintAdventures.com when the actual comic was strictly made in Photoshop, but it ran from 2009 to 2016. The story is about eight thousand pages long with around 800,000 words which of mostly is dialogue um homestuck very loosely follows an act based structure starting at act one going to act seven with five and six being the longest and both of those acts have a shitload of, of sub acts as well as some intermissions here and there so generally you you know ever if you've read a fucking comic book mm-mm you generally read a comic through image panels. Um, oh, I'm sorry. So generally, in the, the way you read Homestuck, it's through image panels with chat logs at the bottom 
showing dialogue and interaction between the characters. Homestuck wasn't just your basic run-of-the-mill webcomic, though. Often readers would uh, often readers would go to read a new new panel, um, a new release, and they would be met with anything ranging from your standard webcomic panel to animated panels, animated panels with music, wow. or full-on flash games where the reader could control a character oh, and interact with the environment. Homestuck de- had depending. Uh, Sorry, Homestuck had, depending on how you count them, around 30 music albums, which is insane. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, and it, and it's um, it, it was, it's funny because, uh, I don't know if I put this in my notes, but you know the game Undertale? Uh, uh, it's a, I it's, think so. It's a really, it's such a good game, but... Uh, a Homestuck and Undertale, the people who created them, oh, like... I don't know what that uh, is. The creator of Undertale wrote some of... The, I can't remember if it was the story or the code or created some of the video game in Andrew Hussey's basement, which is crazy. But um, So what is it exactly about? Um, to give you the absolute bare bones of this, because it's about a lot of things, but just to be really, really simple, it's about a group of four teens that play a game that brings about the apocalypse. Um, okay. Sounds, oh, yeah, so okay. sounds easy to follow, no, it doesn't. But, well, I mean, <laughs> I have in my notes, like, sounds easy to follow, right? Well, you'd be fucking wrong. It's incredibly complex and just fucking bananas. When asked what Homestuck was, Andrew Hussey gave a bunch of different answers. One of them so being, annoying. yeah, one of them being, <laughs> if asked to define it, quote, a story that's also a puzzle uh, is as true as in any any answer I'd so give. So it's lost. It, yeah. You know, that's uh, yeah. actually... Now that I think about it, I, like somebody asking you, "Hey, what is lost about?" You're, You're like, like, "Oh, oh God, fuck, dude. let me, yeah, let um, me get into this." Okay, season one through mm-hmm. three. <laughs> Sit down, pull out a notepad. You're gonna need it. Actually, I'm gonna need a chalkboard. Yeah, <laughs> you got some dry erase markers around here. So, Homestuck being as fucking insane as it is, it's still, it's obscure, and but it's it's. Exactly how the medium article put it. It's a fucking masterpiece. Um, what baby? Come on up here. Um so Hussey has seemed to master this kind of like text based role play slash cryptic slash mist so what am I trying to say? It seems very unhinged, which it is, but the creator Andrew Hussey is like a fucking genius. He's he's mastered. So this isn't this, like, like schizophrenia. No, 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 okay. no, no. It's 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 got layers. We have a decent so. amount of that in this. Season. Yeah. So <laughs> it's got he he's mastered this kind of text play text based role play slash cryptic mystery slash multi dimensional puzzle slash puzzle style telling story. Um, will you please get your tail off my computer because you're clicking things. Um, so Homestuck wasn't, (laughs) (laughs) Homestuck wasn't Andrew Hussey's first webcomic though. He had made a few prior, which would take up like pages of pages of notes worth explaining. Um, but his webcomic prior to Homestuck was something called Problem Sleuth. Uh, and again, trying to explain what Problem Sleuth was would take five ever and I'm not going to do that. So just know that it gained him a decent a bit of attraction. Like people started reading it, enjoying it. It was kinda like um it was kinda like a choose your own adventure. When did this start, did you say? Homestuck started in two thousand nine, if I remember correctly. Oh wow. Okay, a little so, later than I thought. Yeah. Okay. So um Problem Sleuth was like a text based adventure kind of thing. It was weird. Um so but it was in the form of a webcomic. So he would put the the first ev- you know page out and basically it said 
like you're stuck in a room. There's a window on the wall. There's a. It, it was like Problem Sooth was like a gritty detective like oh, thing. Okay. So he's like, there's a window on the wall. There's a um a uh, a gun on the desk and and all this other stuff. You know, what do you want to do? And it would have like options. Oh, that's cool. And so the, I like that and shit. so the reader would be like, oh, pick up the gun. But you would go to pick up the gun, and it, the next page he put out would be like. There's a key on the desk. There never was a gun in here, and he would just go on like the gun never existed. But when the readers went and picked up the key on the desk, it was a gun again. But when they put it in their inventory, it was a key again. It was like, uh. or like they would go up to the window, and the window wouldn't be real. There would be a safe behind it. Like right. it, it was very Whoa. like very real. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, so I'm trying to think of what that reminds me of. Uh, but it was it was more so. It was just. It was different for the time because it was like a you know the whole choose your own adventure thing and yeah. like um, he allowed the readers to like play around with things like I think at one point there was something you got in the comic that was like a telescope or or like a telescope that instead of making an item you look at it and an item is like you know bigger so you can see it it actually makes the item bigger uh, and then he has them like experiment with oh, what they do seems... when they reach into the telescope and pull an item through it and if it breaks the world or this that and the other that's cool um, he's fuck. like he was a mastermind in creating things like this and wow it's it it's like i said it's hard to it's hard to put into words just how fucking um how uh, impressive he is in writing and and creating dialogue and creating these these just obscure fucking Weird, off the wall comics surreal, yeah. yeah and like i said he was it was very you know if you look up some of his earlier stuff you know it's very text based like text based role play adventure of like early computer games yeah, where there wasn't yeah. a lot graphics wise so you kind of just it was yeah. a text based story so homestuck had a large following um like millions of readers. Uh, oh shit! So and so large that at uh, cosplay conventions, Homestuck cosplayers were considered a cosplay. Um, oh my just god! Too, no too many way. of them. Yeah. So like like we said before, when you have a fandom, it up. yeah, cosplay. when you have a fandom of this magnitude, you're gonna have some shit starters and and drama to talk about. Um, so you could feel you could feel books of the drama that came out of the Homestuck community. Um, from, bro, I'm looking at the people yeah. who cosplay this like, drama. Uh, yeah. So like, I, when does Tumblr become involved in the story? Uh, yeah, uh, it's it, through the entirety okay. of Homestuck's <laughs> existence. So there's one story about uh, a group of uh, people at a con that shared a room with someone they really didn't know, and that person locked themselves in the bathroom for hours and hours. And when they finally they had to like kick the door open, and the person had tried to dye their skin gray in a bathtub. Um, and destroyed the bathroom and, like, had to go to the hospital and stuff like that. There was another time a oh. homestuck cosplayer threw a metal bucket at someone's face at a convention and fucked them up because that was, like, a thing in the homestuck comic. Throwing right? metal Throwing buckets. Throwing a bucket, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm cosplaying, Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. There was another okay. time that a dozen <laughs> homestuck cosplayers spit in a bucket and made someone drink it, which is fucking vile. I'm what does that have to do I'm with? pretty sure there's a video you can watch of that, actually. Um... No, but that's, I'm going that's awful. Where would you find? Yeah, so <laughs> just awful. for just so I can avoid it. So I'm gonna stick to one incident in particular. Let me see my vape. This um, is this is the spit bucket. Is, is, I didn't watch it. I was like, that's yeah, a bit much. They're spitting like Fago into a, a, yeah. a bucket or something like that, and they make someone drink it, um, which is incredible. Just the old backwash. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> gross. Yeah, rough, right? Um, so 
I'm gonna stick to one incident. These people in dude. particular, dude. Yeah. This it's, looks like Nakacon. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not this wrong at all. This looks like Nakacon. Uh, when did the spit bucket happen? Just out of curiosity. Because you said it started in 2009. I'm trying to I'm not out sure when, when this the show spit bucket was big incident. enough. Or when this webcomic was big enough that they're cosplaying. I mean, it was it was pretty How much through the entire... I don't know, honestly. Because he already had a pretty decent following due to Problem Sleuth. So, oh, it, okay. you know, there was already a pretty big reader base when it... Um, when it, uh, um, I feel like looking at this, I cannot tell what Homestuck is about. Yeah, dude, it's <laughs> looking so, at the co- I'm looking at a cosplay, and there's like this a uh, person it with was, pink hair and like gray skin and I uh, like kind of fish ears and a, a scarf. Listen, it was so complex because there were people that were like, "Oh yeah, you know," because there are somewhere around. It started off with those four original kids who played the game, and then it draws into like twenty-two main characters. I'm seeing a decent amount of horns. Yeah, yeah. So horns, orange, orange. One horns. of the things. Um, one of the things. Um, someone was talking about was like, yeah, I saw someone commented on this, and we're basically like, yeah, you know, when it first started, I had a notepad that I. I kept everyone's relationships on to see who's who's uh yeah who's uh who's dating who blah 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 and then it started getting more complicated because I guess Hussey introduced like hate dating um platonic friend dating and, and just like all these different styles of relationships um which is just fucking out of this world it's a lot of like vampy goth girls yeah yeah which you know we're oh, yeah. we're fully support fully support yeah. <laughs> fully support some of our favorites actually um but when it comes to drama like i said there is a ton that so, i can is it just how they're drawn that they have gray skin at some point yeah I... well kinda... we'll get into oh, it. we'll okay, get into okay. it okay so um so I'm gonna talk about one drama in particular, though. That if you know, or if you have read Homestuck or like been a part of the fandom at some point, uh, this is something that you've known about, um, or it just you know it was a big part of drama in the community, and it fucking kind of it led to a lot of infighting. Do, um, I, do you get the feeling that at least like Homestuck people are probably like friends with some bronies? Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. they're brony adjacent, probably. Homestuck, yeah, I'm gonna just look up Homestuck bronies, see if there's uh some combo the, the brony adjacent. Um, but like I said, if you're a Homestuck fan, you probably know what I'm about to talk about, or uh, or you know, or when I tell you, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that shit. Uh, I'm gonna be discussing the incident involving the quote, "I feel so Caucasian" Homestuck panel. Uh-oh. All right, so for context, in Homestuck, the characters are white. Uh, I'm not talking Caucasian. I'm talking literal white, like hex key, um, uh, pound sign, FFFFFF. Like, they are white. They are, that is, they're not Caucasian. Like, and, and this is reinforced in the comic because Andrew Hussey draws himself in the comic sometimes. Uh-huh. And he is Caucasian white in the comic, but these kids are hex key fucking white. Okay. Um, okay. Like, so, like I said, he appears and he's Caucasian because, well, he's, you know, He's a white guy, but the characters in Homestuck are like paper white. So Andrew Hussey has addressed this early on in Homestuck, stating that the characters themselves were a racial, basically stating that they were ever they were whatever race you wanted them to be. Um, I did find a uh, My Little Pony Homestuck tribute. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And so when this all happened, he when this this whole thing popped off, he. 
he was very notorious for answering questions on like Tumblr and Twitter and stuff like that. And like he had a form spring account where people could ask anonymous questions and he would like answer a bunch of their questions and stuff like that. So when this all popped off and it became a big deal within the community, he said, quote, if you think I'm being disingenuous about pulling this a racial thing out of nowhere, this is what I've always said since the beginning. People wondered about race. And I said, the answer is in a, uh, they are uh, templatized characters, and while many aspects of the comic are vibrantly colored, their skin tone is religiously left blank. Blank not as white, per se, but as non-affiliated. If, uh, as, if they're, they're, as if they were lifted from a coloring book. It is this way because ab- uh, abstraction rules this, uh, this universe. I'm sorry, I fucking read that wrong. Yeah, it is this way because abstraction rules this universe absolutely. Abstraction rules their identity, the way they're named, the qualities of their guardians, the way they pick up objects, the way they engage in dialogue and everything about the game they play. So um with that being said, since uh, that was just basically some context so you can see uh you know, get a little bit of uh, uh knowledge before we dive yeah. into it. So there is a scene in the comic where uh, we have a character named Jane Crocker. Um, you have no clue who that is, and neither do I, Be, but she is a character in the story. In the panel, she has just alchemized a magical lollipop after receiving a recipe f- from two like celestial beings. Okay. After licking the lollipop, Jane uh, is transformed into trickster mode Jane. Which I guess trickster mode is basically a power up that turns the characters into hyper sugar rushed and cheerful versions of themselves okay. that give them reality altering power. So everybody has a trickster mode um, okay. of themselves. So that's more complication to the plot All line. Right. So when yeah, you, yeah, yeah. So following. So the drama starts where trickster mode Jane tells another character, "I feel so great. I feel so alive. I feel so Caucasian." Uh, um, so this, as you might I have can guessed, taste uh-huh. This, as you mm. might have guessed, caused a fucking shitstorm within the fandom, and people started getting pretty divided uh, on what. Andrew Hussey was meaning when he put that line of dialogue with a in the Tumblr comic fandom. Oh God, it must have been vitriolic. Oh yeah, so it's like a hot bubbling cauldron. Some believe that he was making a joke about earlier racial drama. Some believed he was poking the bear and antagonizing the fans, which is something he was very well known to do. Oh okay. Someone wrote their fucking master thesis on Homestuck and uh, stated that he was making a commentary on white privilege. Um, and uh, that's legit. Like someone wrote there. They get their masters. Yes, they did. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the, okay. the hobby drama post has a hyperlink to the master thesis. Uh, that person. Yeah, it's crazy. So Hussey would later tweet quote, all characters in trickster mode are canonically Caucasian, which as you would expect, just fucking added fuel to the fire. Um, but Wait. Oh, what? They are? That's what he quote that's what he tweeted Wait, at one in point. Trickster mode? Yeah, in trickster mode. They're cocky. That's what he tweeted at one point, I believe, then deleted the tweet. Interesting um, choice. Yeah, honestly. So people seem to be split into two groups. Uh those who thought that the joke was racist or offensive or just flat out weird, and that Hussey was poking the bear or making fun of people who headcanon excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Uh, people who headcanon these kids as people of color. Um, and then there were those who thought that he was just making a clear joke and the old SJWs were running the webcomic. 
Um, it's not just a random. Yeah, you no, know, no. It's kind of a so. Yeah. Um. Uh, la, 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 la. There's a quote. Another quote. The peachy. Oh yeah. So there's another quote I'm gonna read here in a second. I just need to pull it up because I accidentally exit out of the uh, the old um. What you gonna do, Hickey? So. Hussey also addressed the entire ordeal to state that. So, my bad. I got ahead of myself. So there was quite a bit of discussion in the fandom over this joke, obviously, and fucking a lot of fighting. At some point during this whole ordeal, Hussey went back and changed the panel from its original dialogue, I feel so Caucasian, uh, to I feel great, I feel so alive, I feel so peachy. Um, So after he does this, this this starts up. A whole starts up a whole new conversation about like, PC being Caucasian. Well, no, 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 it, no, no, no. It I starts. It's going to be about the color. Nine, no, ninety percent of people, you know, supported the change. They said it was funnier than what he had originally put yeah. in there. So this started a whole um, debacle about censorship. Uh, yes. Yeah. So um, I had to. I had to put myself in the internet rage. Yes. To think exactly. About exactly. My liberties. My freedoms. Um, yes, sir. My, my social my, justices. Yeah. My social justices. <laughs> um, so basically, the whole censorship things. You know, people who were against the the ones that were upset about it were like, "Oh, this is why you fucking uh, social justice warriors. This censorship. You're censoring our webcomic, Blah 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 the blah. Backlash to whatever. The backlash. Yeah. Exactly. God. So. Um, Hussey ends up addressing the entire ordeal to state that he didn't change the comic due to backlash per se, but because people were using this joke as an excuse to be a dick. Um, So he's basically saying, I didn't change this because people thought it was racist. I changed it because people like, well, yeah, yeah, they were using it. So he says, um, quotes, uh, but basically what motivates me more to revise it is nothing more than a few unsavory individuals using it as justification to harass POCs or anyone who reasonably wanted to voice their concerns. One reflection I'd rather not have my uh, on reflection I'd rather not have my decisions serve as fodder for the arguments of such people. They do not speak for me. As a humorist and someone who writes provocative and unpre- uh, writes a provocative and unpredictable story, there are many types of unpleasant responses to my stuff I can easily accept, but some types maybe not so much. Um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, take I, the wind I, out of the racist. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, basically, he goes and then that's you know changes everything, um, and he talks about you know people missing the point of what he's saying, stuff like that. Um, he a short while later readdresses the issue. Uh, to stand firm on what he said, uh, stating that some of the comments he has seen in regards to the issue didn't jive with him, so he wasn't, you know, basically saying people are being dicks, um, people telling other people to go kill themselves, being racist, calling them homophobic sirs, stuff like that. Internet Uh, stuff. Yeah, Yeah. so he basically says, um, this is another quote, uh, this is why the claim, quote, social, social justice is an essence in it is an essence, a form of censorship is so ironic here because the forces of social justice aren't actually making me change anything. In this case, it's actually the people who oppose those concerns in the ugliest matter who motivate me to, quote, censor myself. Um, All right. Yeah. 
So, uh, um, it's a decent way out of all that. Yeah, and that was the main part of the drama. It was, you know, the fandom argued and all that stuff. The changing of the panel was broadly seen as a good move on Hussey's part. Most individuals agreeing that the line peachy was funnier than the original version. But like I said, this is a very condensed down version. I, I, I fucking no shit. Yeah, I closed it the best I could, but or or made it small the best I could. This doesn't even scratch the surface of Homestuck. Um, you know, I don't know. I thought about going into it and seeing what it's about, but the whole, the whole, it's kind of slow. The first thousand pages is pretty off putting. It doesn't seem possible um, to just yeah. get in there. Um, and also in the medium article I read, the author talks about, uh, how you can most certainly go and start reading Homestuck if you want to see what it's about, but it isn't Homestuck. Um, reading Homestuck now and rereading, uh, it when it was still going and re, Sorry, reading Homestuck now and then reading it when it was still going on, those two, they're not the same thing. It's a completely different experience. It's because the fans, you know, Homestuck (laughs) was the meat of it, but going onto forums talking about the new the new uh, uh, okay. panel or the new out uh, whatever I mean, the games and everything are all still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but going onto forums, chattering about the latest panels Kinda and all how that I jazz. Feel about Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what made Homestuck what Homestuck was. It's not going to be the same experience. Um, and and I find just Homestuck incredibly interesting. You know, it's uh, it's an interesting story. Uh, Homestuck is regarded as the internet's first masterpiece. Is it ended? Officially, yeah, like yeah, done. it's done. Yeah, it's completely. Did it have done. a good ending? Did everybody like it? Uh well, so Couldn't the imagine. thing was, um, the thing was when, if I remember reading correctly, when Hussey was creating the last act, it was kind of like he was done with it already. He just needed it fucking end it. It is, yeah. And so he took a hiatus for a little bit to get everything fleshed out and written and stuff like that. Um, and it, a lot of fans kind of dropped off, but you know, most stuck around and. It was more so not people that people didn't like the ending. It was just like you know, it was apparent. Hussey was like, "I'm done. Like I, I, yeah. I put so much into this." Also, already. like the last season of Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's because all of this uh, Homestuck was purely created by him. He didn't have any help. He did all the dialogue, that's all the drawing crazy. stuff like that. Um, it is considered the uh, the first great work of internet fiction. Uh, the internet's Ulysses, Ulysses, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> That's a super yeah. long book. Um, and, uh, and shit like that. It was also called uh, a story that can only be told online due to how heavily it relied on its medium. Um, uh, basically, like, if it was written anywhere else, it couldn't, you know, it wouldn't be yeah, what it is. Right. Because, you know, the Flash games, the animation, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Another thing is, like, in this story, the characters rarely talk to each other face-to-face, but rather through IMing or text messaging. Um, and in the article I read, it was really, like, the the author really hit on how good Andrew Hussey was uh-huh. at creating internet, like, text messaging-based conversations. Because, like, when you see that shit in, like, movies and stuff... It's very cringe. Like you're like people don't fucking talk like that. Like yeah. you know, it's just not. It's not a real internet conversation. But when he was doing it, it was like you know basically talking in the form of a meme uh, on between your friends, and he got it down perfectly. Um, and also, what was really what was really interesting about it is it gave the readers this like this 
sense that they were in control of the story. Yeah. Like, they were controlling what happened. Because it does kind of look like a game. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and it gave readers this sense that they were controlling the story, but in reality, that's not what was happening. You know, the story could only be controlled by Andrew. He was the only one who was creating things. Like, you know, he was he had the, the say in everything. And for a while, I can't remember if it was Homestuck or Problem Sleuth, but for a while, he took people's suggestions and well, yeah, no, that was problem sooth. With problem yeah. sooth, he like got people's suggestions and like put them into the story. So if like you suggested something he liked, you would see it in the story. And he credits cool. you in the in the in comic credits. It's like you know written by Andrew oh. Hussey, directed by Andrew Hussey, this, that, and the other, and then story by, and then it says you. Uh, but Homestuck wasn't necessarily like that. It was it was kind of like a um, uh, what's a good way to describe it? It was like an amusement park ride that gave you the illusion of you're in control but you were still on a track. So yeah, yeah. so you were you you were only getting to the destination one way but it looked like you could get there multiple ways. But it was it was purely created by Andrew. Um it's considered I mean it's like I said man like it's considered one of like the internet's first great masterpieces just cuz like how this long is it is kind of ridiculous how complex it is like it, and it was the first kind of story of its kind. I have to admit the uh, immature part of me feels an aversion to it because of the people who liked it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. ah, no. no yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? No, I get like, that. But maybe it's got to be pretty good to be this dedicated yeah, to and, it. And, and Homestuck. Um, the art style's kind of neat, I guess. I don't know. Um, Homestuck, like I said, had such a insane fan base that I, I I remember if I remember correctly um they kicked off they started a Kickstarter to oh excuse me they started a Kickstarter to um I think turn homestuck into a game oh okay. and uh the game yeah so it was a game that they basically they're gonna make crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter for this game it raised 2.4 million dollars. Wow. Yeah, and like a very short amount of time too. Like Homestuck was like that was at this it, year. in its heyday was fucking a force to be reckoned with. Twenty four thousand backers. Yeah, was that a Kickstarter this year? It says April twenty twenty one. Okay. I was wondering uh Oh wait, um, no, sorry. It says last updated April twenty one. How do I What's the update? Uh, um, let's check. Kickstarter. Oh, there's been thirty six updates. Holy shit. Yeah, April thirteenth, twenty twenty one. That's crazy that this is like soundtrack. There was a soundtrack update in November 2020. 24,000 backers. It, Go find uh, and reach. Um, is it a eight. game? Is it real? Yeah, they reached two. Hive mi- Swap. That's what the game's called. Um, It's called what? Hive Swap. Hive Swap. Is it out? Uh, Yeah, they're selling. This is an Act 2. Oh, wow. This looks kind of neat. Oh, Nice. I wonder if that'd be a faster or better way to consume the story. Yeah, honest, probably, because, like, also, you know, whenever it said, you know, how many panels it is, 8,000 pages. Yeah. Sometimes the pages were literally just one panel and dialogue that you read through and stuff like that. I saw like that. that. I saw um, that somebody mentioned that there was uh, some some pages would have, like, a thousand words of yeah, text that you had yeah, to scroll through. Um, absolutely. I wonder I mean, what... I mean, that's, like, five pages. Yeah, it's... You know, that's it, a it, lot. That's a lot of so, words. So, um, I'm looking at the... Um, looking yeah, at the Kickstarter school. to see what... Uh, what the It looks fucking... like it's out and works. Um, okay, so pledge $10,000. Um, you get all the other pledges, obviously. Your fan troll will become canon and appear in Homestuck. 
Um, and two people back that ten thousand dollars. Two people. There are two people who. No shit. Yeah. Um, if you pledge five thousand dollars or more, you get all the other ones. Obviously, a black and white commission or a beautiful custom soul portrait by Andrew Hussey. Um, exclusive pack of signed concept art and special thanks in the game credits if for a thousand dollars or more. Uh, six hundred and five. You get all the packs. I don't know what some of these packs are, but uh, this um, is confusing. I'm reading the development of it and i don't know yeah um and like i said you know andrew the guy who made undertale was also really good friends with uh and undertale i I can't remember if he did any um uh if he did any stuff so toby fox was the creator of undertale and he was part of the homestuck music team that's right Several things in Undertale can be seen as references to Homestuck and the Kickstarter for the game. The top reward tier was. Oh, yeah. I've actually heard of High Swap. Now yeah. that I'm seeing it on Reddit. Is it? Uh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that that was. It's. I mean, it came out a long time ago. It says Act 2 was a year ago. Uh, okay, I wonder if they're coming out with, if he's going to release uh, I thought there $2 was million. To dollars? Yeah. I mean, $2 million, I'd hope you put out more. We should sell a game, dude. You make it, yeah, start making it. Dude, a, let's make a Titanic. That'd be tight. Ti- oh, my game. God. We're going to fucking get stuck in the Titanic, <laughs> man. Homestuck in the Titanic. But, uh, yeah, it's that's that's very loosely what Homestuck is and some of the drama. It's wild. It. It's it, super weird. Like I said, you could feel fucking. Nothing like it. You It's, it's quite literally one of a kind. There is nothing out there that is like Homestuck. Very and, positive reviews as 700 reviews on Steam. So, oh, I mean, nice. Okay, that's not bad. Seems yeah, like it did yeah. pretty decent. Um, but Sounds like they made a good game that people like. It's just crazy to me, too. I did not expect that. Yeah, it's, yeah. I thought no, they'd be dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's crazy to me just how... Uh, how, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Why are they for? so dead? I don't get it. Like, why are they so dead? I don't, I don't know, man. I think part of it could be with one of the, um, something about it could also be like, you know, these fans have gone through the drama. They've they've read the 8,000 pages of Homestuck. They, you know, they're just dedicated and loyal. Like, Dude, got to see it through, my boy. is the description of solely the drama yeah. related to the game. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, like I said, man, you could feel fucking a library with all the Homestuck drama. Um, I think it's uh, it's probably the most interesting thing that I've covered because of how how it is interesting, impressive yeah. it is. And Andrew Hussey himself is an impressive individual. You know, he created all of this, and he kind of started this new style of storytelling and adventure telling that no one had ever seen before. Um, I, the, the fact that it's considered, you know, the internet's first like masterpiece shit like that is crazy to me as well. Um, (laughs) So I'm looking at this post and, um, they say that high swap was a mistake. They liked the game. It was an interesting addition to the universe, Yeah, but it's not about the game. It's about what went into making it. I'm not going to read their post, Yeah, but the top comment was in all honesty. Yeah, probably was. I remember bright eyed. 19-year-old me in 2012 thought there was basically nothing Andrew couldn't do, so why was a four-act full-length video game beyond him? I've learned it's bad for both fans and the creator themselves to be seen as infallible. The momentum and hype of the preceding four years was like a drug or something. We all got a little caught up in it. That's I mean a hundred percent too. Wow! So that's what you're saying yeah. about you had to be there. Yeah, it was it to you had experience. to experience it for you for, for it every, to be home. You're like, why would everyone expect him to just be able to whip up a game like yeah. that? Like, you had to be there. Yeah, dog. dude. You're, honestly, this dude was a god. Um, and and I I like that you know this talks about not not looking at people you admire as like 
you know, infallible. infallible. And it's like, like, you know, it's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's a big thing too. Especially like when, like with my internet stuff, that's just something I preach when people are like, Oh, you're such a good person. I'm like, no, 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 no. I spent a long time being a piece of shit. I'm trying to put more good in the world than I did bad. But also like I'm going, I make mistakes. I'm going to slip up. I'm going to fucking make a mistake. It happens. You know, you're, you're not, you're not, uh, you're Everybody not... has their heated game. Yeah, moments. yeah, <laughs> they're, they're real heated game <laughs> moments. Um, but yeah, for the, for the... That was neat. That's, that's Homestuck. That's Super weird. Scratching the surface, if even I can we say that. We could probably do an, a season on Homestuck, it sounds like. We could 100% do a we season on Homestuck. We could have done a season on the Bronies, too. Yeah, that too, yeah. Dude, a... you know, ever... So while I was doing the research on this one, my Rainbow Gathering... Yeah. I I was like, man, I would love it for the podcast to get big and we get to visit this stuff. Dude, yeah, that'd be tight. I think that'd be a great season of content of us actually going and doing and seeing. I would like to, yeah, and I what I so if that ever had we get to the point where we can like do stuff like that, we don't got to worry about jobs or anything. We can just fucking make podcast stuff. I would like to do that and then create a YouTube channel for the That's podcast for, where yeah, we would go. Absolutely. We'd go to like Gathering of the Juggalos and Gathering stuff like that. Gathering of the Juggalos, the Rainbow, Rainbow Family. Yeah. We go to a Brony Con. Dude. We go to those caves, mm-hmm. all the neat caves that we found, we were talking about, the tunnels. Yeah. That kind of shit. That's That'd the goal now, sweet. dude. That's the goal. The that's asphalt what, yeah. museum. <laughs> that fuck yeah, dude. That's, Gotta see it. That's that's our that's our long term goal to be able to experience all the things we talk about. The burnt food museum. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the burnt I food. See that yeah. Thing. Fuck. So you're talking about the rainbow. The gathering? rainbow gathering. Yeah. I I don't was this. I don't even know if where this came from. Why I wrote it down. Okay. I thought maybe it was on your list. From that one TikTok you posted, but I don't think so. Yeah. So I just snagged this really out of the blue. Um, But so I watched um, a couple documentaries about this and did some reading. Uh, One of them was called We Love You, the Rainbow Gathering documentary. Okay. That was from 2008. And the other one I watched was Experience the Rainbow. Yeah. Which was from 1978. Okay, Okay. So I got a cool insight into what it used to look like and what it looks like now. And, um... But basically, it started in 1972. It's a gathering in the woods where thousands of people show up to make a temporary city. Okay. And no one is paid. They just do this nice, for themselves. Nice. Uh, it's anarchists. There's no leaders. Okay. They um, uh, commune in a big circle, and whoever talks has the feather. Nice. And then they're done. The they hand the feather. feather. I, always, yeah. I always thought about that, too, when people are like, oh, there's no leadership, this anarchist cult whatever, or, or commune, whatever. But I always feel like when uh, a group of humans when people say that gather, they're called bootlickers. Yeah, just yeah, so you know. yeah. <laughs> when uh, when when a group of humans gather, there's always I feel like some natural they're like, hierarchy. How can people be around without getting told what to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. are you saying? I don't know. Read the dispossessed. Yeah, it's a um, really cool book that Ursula Le, Le Guin wrote about a communist um or a, a communist society an yeah. anarcho communist yeah. society on the moon of this one planet. And they and they live by these like true leaderless values, nice. and it's really interesting That's look right. into what that would look like. I, I would like to see what that look like looks like because every time I've seen something like that, where it's like we're a commune, there's no leaders. I, it it turns out there's always some form of hierarchy there, and I'm like, well, yeah. that's not right. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, um, decisions affecting the group are handled democratically, okay. which I'm not really sure how they're going to yeah. do that. Yeah. Um, and so the, it's, the first one was from July 1st to July 7th. Okay. And there, there's really a lot of rainbow gatherings now, and there's even some where it's like, 
a few hippies and they call it a rainbow gathering, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the original one started in 72 in, I think it was the Carson National Forest. Okay. Um, where, and they, the old doc documentary describes it as kind of like, one guy was like, it's a healing process from Vietnam. Oh, okay. Which is confusing because Vietnam okay. wasn't over in yeah, 1972. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think it's just a, I mean, it's, you know, no derision. It is just a bunch of dirty hippies. Okay, cool, and, cool. And no derision. Yeah. Live your life however. Yeah, I think absolutely. it's tight. They are yeah. filthy, though. Yeah. Like, you can tell they're dirty <laughs> hippies. Um, and... Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm sure you can imagine who comes to these things. I wrote people who busk in Lawrence. Nice, yeah, basically also the true. same. Yeah, a lot of I will say that, that you know this is a people where you either walk in and they're like, "Hello, I love you." Yeah, we love everyone. It's yeah. all love. It's yeah. all vibes. It's all rainbows, brother. But uh, that being said, as accepting as they are of everybody, I only saw like two black people in the documentaries between yeah. 1978 and 2008. Yeah. There's not, it's a lot of white people. Yeah. It's a ton yeah. of just white people. I'm always also wary of people who are like, it's all love, blah, 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 blah. This, Cause they're about to ask I'm like, my yeah, <laughs> that or like, they're just hella toxic people. Uh, so I'll get into that. Okay. Cause yeah. Um, I will say that one thing I noticed the d- difference between the two documentaries is back in the seventies, Way more people were naked at okay, these things. Okay, that's, that's fair. Like, the uh, this was an OG hippie. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, Like, these were the, like, Vietnam protesters and a lot of people who came back from Vietnam and they're like, holy shit, yeah. I'm just going to do ass until yeah, I forget who I that's am. That's fair. Which but, I understand. I, yeah, I totally understand. Don't blame them at dude, all. Dude, and I got to say... Uh, the people who spit in the face of Vietnam veterans, I'm like, it was a draft, Yeah, yeah, they, they had no choice. It was like, a yeah. draft. What, and now, 50 years later, we call people draft dodgers. Yeah. It, I'm like, what? Who, these people couldn't win. Yeah. They're like, go fight in a war for the capitalists. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Get your feet blown off and watch your friends die. And then I'm going to spit in your yeah. mouth because you did that. And when you get back, go fuck yourself because <laughs> we're not doing shit for you. Yeah, I'm dead yeah. on. Yeah. So I think, you know, like they were talking about how – it was nice to come to a space where some of these people were in Vietnam and some of these people protested Vietnam and they would be together and not get in fights and spit in each other's faces. Okay. Um, they say I love you a lot. Let's see. Uh, there was a little quote in the 70s doc where someone was talking about meeting someone who went to the first one and he was the guy was getting asked what it was like and he's like, oh, he said, what is it like? And the response was, oh, lots of things. Good food, good music. Nothing happens. <laughs> it, it's just All like right, they yeah. show up and just they exist. hang. Yeah. So and uh, like it really is the Rainbow Family is just anybody who shows up. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. The, yeah, the first one was near Estes Park in Colorado. Roughly around forty thousand people showed up. Oh shit. Oh, it's Holy a lot fuck, of people. Dude, that's a ton of people. Yeah, it's a big event. Like that's it has incredible. a huge impact. They they build. Um, actually, I'll get to the infrastructure start okay. part in a bit. But um, in the first one. The Warriors of the Rainbow were are uh, they were prophesied by a Hopi native in the first Rainbow Gathering, saying that when the air is polluted, the trees are cutting down, famine, war, there will be a new race of people of all colors and places who will come down and save the planet. Okay. And it's said that a white buffalo will signal their arrival. Okay. Um, it was snowing, and the snow had melted and revealed a kind of buffalo bit of yeah. snow and they're like there it is that's bro it. that's we're it we're here and that's the history of the rainbow gathering i i it reminds me of uh uh indigo children 
oh, whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. I'm sure a good amount of these people are indigo children. Yeah. Okay, that's what I, I, mean, that's what I thought. Look, where, where are you going to go to buy your crystals? Yeah. Rainbow gathering. Yeah, true, that's where you're going to go. Um, Ethically sourced rainbow crystals. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that... This is going to be mostly about the American offshoot of the Rainbow Gathering because there are overseas versions. Oh, really? Okay. Um, In Europe, they have more of a pagan uh, association. So the U.S. does a one-week thing, always uh, typically from the 1st to the 7th, so that intersects with the 4th. Okay. And uh, in Europe, they do them for moon cycles. So it can be, like, kind of long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're they're longer. Yeah, yeah. Because they can have six-week vacations in their fucking fantasy land. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, so one guy in the documentary, yeah, said it was about Vietnam. There are a lot of Vietnam vets there, so they had a lot of good skills to coordinate this shit. You okay, know? yeah. This guy's talking about, like, I used to, I was, like, I was in charge of, like, a whole platoon. Yeah, yeah, now I've, I've, yeah. I'm telling a bunch of hippies what to do. The life. Um, after the very first gathering, they decided that they would have no leaders, but they did want to do the gathering every year. Okay. So the, the, the big... One is one week from the first to the seventh. Some can even go up to three weeks. It, it really is just what hippies call a, yeah. a bunch of hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially the old hippies because it's much more popular back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they do have a ton of great infrastructure. They were making like mud ovens, full mud ovens, where they're making like thousands of sticky buns every day. Really, there's so many people there. That's tight. and they were like cranking food out. Hell and yeah! They you know, the kitchens um, are like all constructed with like fallen wood and local resources. Nice. Okay, and um, the ki- they call it the rainbow kitchen. It's like the central part of the gathering because you know it, it needs the most labor. Like yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it's cool because they'll be like somebody will come out and they're like. If you guys want to eat tonight, someone's got to yeah, chop these yeah. onions. And people are like, I mean, shit, I'll All chop right, some yeah. I'll, yeah. fucking, I'll get it, in on the You don't the need onions. leaders. You just want to yeah. eat. You know what I mean? Um, everyone helps where they can. They set up water lines, um, plumbing. They have uh, – they dig latrines. Okay. They dig shitters. They nice. call it digging shitters. All nice. the One guy's like holding his leaf. He's like, look me – or the feathers. He's yeah. like, look, I know no one wants to dig shitters, but we got to do it. You know, we can't just that's not fair. dig yeah. shitters. That's the bad, but that's it, like one of those things where it's like it's it's it has to be done. It's, it's so not, funny, it's like not how this democratic process is going down because you have to have such weird conversations, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like basically these generic appeals to common humanity. Yeah. Like, guys, we can't all shit yeah. all, everywhere, anywhere we want. Um, so they also had their own recycling, which I thought was cool. Like that's, they organize yeah. oh, everything. Cool. Yeah, they always clean up after everything is over. They do it in waves of like. Everyone packs in, packs out, and then there's trash everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they have the people who break down the kitchens and all the equipment and, and like, refill the latrines and mound them. Okay. Refill the, everything they've dug. Yeah. Um, and then they have another sweep of people who go and pick up, like, cigarette butts and pieces yeah. of plastic, just anything they can find. Yeah. And they do a pretty decent job from what I've seen. Like, for the biggest events, have the best cleanup yeah i yeah. found that a lot of especially on reddit uh, reports of like dirty yeah. trash fucking messes yeah because yeah. people you know people are shit yeah people yeah. are shit um there are thousands of people there and a lot of them are not familiar with living in the woods fair also rainbow gatherings are very popular for uh va- vagabonds and vagrants who, oh yeah, who just, yeah i don't know is is vagrants a charged word i just meant people who don't uh, migrants, you know what I mean? Just no, vagrant is a good word. That's all right. Is it okay? Yeah. Um, like 
it's really common for them to like know where the next one nomads. is. Nomads. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. That's we'll better. call them nomads. Yeah. 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 They. Uh, they. Um, aren't like super well organized. Yeah. It tend to be a word of mouth event and people will travel across the country from one to another. Okay. And, you know, okay. it's a good way to find friends, find some drugs, um, eat some free food, yeah. hang out, drum out a circle. You know how it is. It'd be uh, like that, drugs, yeah. like I said, are obviously very cool here. Although they're, they seem to be like openly anti-alcohol. Like really, like, like it's a taboo. Like okay. you shouldn't bring booze, which I, I think is cool. I think that yeah, that's very cool. Because fucking, I don't know, man. Like, what do you, you think? You do an LSD or whatever. You're just chilling, hippie you're drugs. Yeah, that's what's and allowed. Then, and like then, medicine, like what they call medicine. Yeah. LSD, acid, and weed. Yeah, or LSD, mushrooms, mushrooms and, and weed. weed. Yeah, all we'll pretty get fucking cool. Angry when they're drunk. They're like powder and needles. Not mm. very cool. Mm-hmm. Although, again, from what I read. Probably a decent amount of like meth and heroin. Yeah, yeah, there. maybe some cocaine. Because a lot of this is out in the woods. Yep, people are going to do some heroin yep. if no one's around. Um, the later version of the camps had a kitty village, which was pretty cool. That's tight. Uh, where you know there's no electricity stuff, and someone made a good point about how it's one of the few times these kids ever get to like play in the dirt and yeah. be unattended and like never look at a screen. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Um, and they even do little concerts for the kids and shit. It's, yeah. it's a cool little event. Um, lots of live entertainment. Again, Lawrence Buskers, yeah, yeah. jugglers, guitarists, poi spinners, hula hoopers, mm-hmm. theater, you know, folk music, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any, anything that can show up at, at a, in the middle of the woods will get played there. Yeah. Um, and there's, so what I thought was interesting, cause I was like, damn, it's a lot of hippies in the woods. Yeah, dude. Does anybody give a shit? Yeah, I was wondering that. Yeah, I was. Yes. I was wondering There's actually if they a, were a decent get... amount of feds that show up. Yeah, to these. really, no yeah. shit. So, in the old doc, they ask this cop what they think of the environmental impact, and he's like, you know, compared to like what it takes to build a parking lot yeah. or a street, even or a house or like he's like the environmental impacts nothing yeah. compared to that. Yeah. He's like the only thing is they do displace a lot of animals but they're not yeah. hurting them. Yeah. So, you know, he's like that's an acceptable thing. And the cops seemed really chill. Really chill okay. back then. Uh they aren't anymore. Okay. They're not. Yeah, I figured it. They're as much. not. Now post 9/11 we have all these cool team super uh, names and yeah. so the incident command team coordinates the a- agents who are basically <sighs> pissy about this event yeah yeah because uh, you know park service is pissy about it dea probably has their grubby little fingers mm-hmm. in it maybe the atf if they're feeling frisky yeah. you know what i mean yep um so in the the in the 2008 documentary there's an incident where the feds in this one they were the law enforcement section of forest service the fuck? show up and threaten them for like digging a pit and really a footprint and they're like Dude, we were, we were going to fill the pit later. Yeah, we are going to fill it back the up. The whole point. Yeah. And um, while they're harassing them about uh, digging a pit, you know, these dudes are the Forest Park Service tacked out. Yeah. Where, but they're not holding M4s. They're holding paintball guns full of pepper balls. Really? And, you know, they look, you know, armed to the gills. And someone gets arrested for weed and I was like, you guys are arresting a yeah, hippie in the for, woods for, for smoking weed. weed. Like, mind your own fucking business, mind dog. Your own fucking like, Jesus business. Christ. Fucking, and you show up all tactical that, like, you guys look like fucking nerds. Like, like why you are think you the so hippies armed? are going to, yeah. yeah. You think the hippies are going to pull out fucking semi automatic weapons and go to town? Like, shut the fuck up. And, um, 
They're so they the they kind of turns into a confrontation, and they're in the kitty village. Oh and, yeah. Um, they start getting aggro, and then they start just lighting people up with pepper balls. Really, like right in front of the fucking camera, just shooting everybody with pepper balls. And it's kind of funny because I was like, you know, Mason, a bunch of hippies from the seventies, yeah. doesn't have the same effect. Yeah, you know, yeah. like these guys have been water hose. Yeah. They've been protesting nuclear weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? they, they've been through the shit. Yeah, like, like, yeah. So they're like getting pepper balled, and they're mostly just like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, and they're fuck not yeah, like, dude. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, but the cops look like absolute fucking nerds. Yeah, they point pepper ball guns at children. Um. And like, what, was this in two thousand eight? Yeah, that was in two thousand eight. Uh, they they were that was from the documentary. Dude, uh, fuck the we love you. They the look Rainbow like Guys. fucking. I'm looking. I, at I these. was just like, chill the like fuck. Like you're showing out. up to fucking. With... And you're like, are you really protecting the environment? No, is that what this is about? You're just you're, you're tell me you're protecting the environment. You're harassing a bunch of fucking people because you have nothing better to do with your time, and you're upset that they're just kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I learned that they spend about – where was that? Uh, the four, Park Service spends about 500 grand a year preparing for this event. Why? Uh, so they can look at them and yeah. be like, ah, yeah, cut you, it out. You, you make me hippies. angry. Um, and, and, like, the Rainbow Gatherings are hated by the local communities pretty unanimously. Yeah. Because they're always out in the boonies. Yeah, yeah. And boonies don't want to see dirty hippies. No, yeah. They, they hate the dirty they, hippies. They don't want to see anybody. They moved out there to not Plus, you know, to be away from people. To the rural, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to the defense, the rural lights probably have a better understanding of how to interact with the environment. Yeah. Versus a lot of these yeah. tend to not be. True, true. Um, so, let's see. Uh, on the f- oh, Okay, so one thing that they do at this is on the 4th of July... The American version has a group prayer, prayer where they get everybody in the whole camp, which is like twenty to fifty thousand people, Damn. to go silent at the same time. Okay, because it's like a prayer for peace. Yeah, where like they're picking the fourth because this was during Vietnam. You know, they think that nuclear war, uh, Armageddon yeah. is hanging yeah. over us, and we're fighting wars that don't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And um, so then they do a group ohm. Where they all feel real good together, okay. and uh, and start whooping and hollering. Right. Yeah, you know, and hollering, nice time. Dude, yeah. Sounds cool. You Ho- know, whatever. Ho- hooting's a gateway drug to hollering. They think that you know the end goal of the rainbow gathering and the rainbow family is to just get through the shitty parts, and then humanity will reach the cool parts. That's fair. Which I guess, yeah, I guess I, I understand it. I see where you're yep. coming from. I have less optimism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the old documentary had this interview with this guy named Wavy Gravy, who set me off on a pretty interesting tangent. And Wavy he, Gravy. Wavy Gravy, was, he, I think it was his real hair. It looked like he had clown hair and okay. it was dyed clown color. Is nice, nice. But it didn't look like a wig at all. Okay. Um, he was part of this project called Earth People's Park. And a lot of the people at the original Rainbow Gathering and in the gatherings are part of the Earth People's Park. But the idea was to get donations from people to buy a plot of land and deed it to the people. So they're, you know, one parcel at a time yeah. freeing the land yeah, for yeah, the yeah. people. Because how can you, you know, they're, they're against rent yeah, and yeah, property yeah. 
and working hard. <laughs> fucking <laughs> dirty. I mean, I am too, honestly. Just, uh, yeah, same. Big same. Um, And, you know, basically just let anyone who needed it use it. it. Had to be as large as possible. Yeah. Preferably remote because nobody wants dirty hippies living next to their house. Yeah. And uh, there was one in Berkeley, but it was bought by the university, so pff, it doesn't oh, okay, count. Yeah. But this was supposed to be bought by a nonprofit trust. And this guy said that the idea had kind of fallen apart until Rainbow Gathering happened because then he got so many like-minded people oh, okay, to get yeah. gatherings where they're like, you know, can we have one dollar? One dollar, Out yeah. of 10,000 people, they got enough money to buy a plot of land in Norton, uh, Vermont. And uh, it was called The Last Left Turn in America because the road to the property that you turn into was like 20 feet from the Canada border. Oh, no it's shit, like really? It's right there. That's tight. Uh, That's crazy. It's just like out in the boonies, and it's got, you know, some uh, beer, uh, what is it, beaver ponds. It's got some beaver ponds on it. Got some fresh water that goes through. It's like a, a mile by mile or whatever. Um, after a while, they had about 25 year-round residents who just lived off the grid looking for a cool place to stay. Which is cool. Also That's, wanted yeah. to go visit this place. Yeah, that'd be it'd be yeah. interesting. Um, and uh, the, eventually, they sometimes they would have more people there for events because people would show up. Yeah. Um, it's just a nice little place. Ugh, so here's where the government comes in. In 1990, it was seized when someone sold 10 ounces of weed that they grew on oh the plot to an undercover Fed agent. God damn. And I was like, you stupid yeah, fuck. Fucking don't sell your oh, weed to random bro, people. Bro, you're growing free weed on free land out in the boonies. Just smoke it. Trade it to another yeah, hippie. Yeah. Don't sell 10 ounces yeah. to, uh, dude, uh, a narc. I, Come I, I'm, on. I'm curious as to what that undercover fed looked like for this I know. hippie to be like. Because there's yeah, no way good. they went full dirty hippie no, yeah, to do no, this. No, fuck no. And I'm also like an undercover op for fucking yeah, 10 ounces, 10 ounces of, of weed. weed. You got him. It's, em- it's embarrassing. Like, it was shit. 500 bucks. Yeah. I was like. Oh my god! This is what the federal and the, government and the fact was doing. that and the fact that the feds are just allowed to like take your sh- like take your shit and be like, all right, it's ours now. See you later. So they seized the land, um, and they were gonna sell it to some businesses to develop on. Classic eighties villain story. Oh yeah, I fucking yeah. hate the government. Oh yeah, but because of the beaver ponds and some natural resources on it, they weren't allowed to do that. Good. So they gave it to the state who turned it into a park so that it's free for everybody. Okay, cool. Yeah, I guess that's now not... Now it's called the Black Turn Brook State Forest. That I That's that's cool. I'm glad it turned Decent out that ending. way. It's not like... But, it, you know, if... if you there probably can't go grow those weed beaver there. ponds or whatever. There wouldn't oh, that wouldn't no. be the the. And also, ending. why did we even have to take it from yeah, the hippies? Yeah, stop it, stop. But also, you know, maybe this is a a boomer thing to say, but I think if the TikTok generation found out about something like that, they'd ruin it anyway. Uh, I don't yeah. think the internet would, you know, the internet in general yeah, would ruin yeah. a free space. I that could, I could see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I it would that. never last. Yeah. Um. That is most of what covers it. it. I will say there is a little bit more murdering at these than you would expect. Really? There's, a, there's not just one murder at Rainbow Fest. Awesome. Um, Love to hear it. In 1980, a couple women were murdered nearby, hitchhiking their way to the Rainbow Gathering. And um, just one week before, there had been a lawsuit by James Manchin. Really? Joe Manchin's yeah. uncle yeah. W- um, did a lawsuit 
and saying that West Virginia didn't need a bunch of derelict misfits in their town, <laughs> and you're not going to come here. They dropped the suit. You can't yeah, do anything yeah. about it. Um, and 6,000 people showed up for the gathering, um, and two people were murdered outside of it. 13 years later, they convict someone for the murder. Where, so... 13 years later. Wrong guy. Uh, of course. Yeah. It wasn't the right guy. Was, did these So these happened to people at going to the gathering? It wasn't like someone in the gathering yes. murdered them? It was uh, somebody on their way to the gathering. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the suit was dropped. Or, or rather, they yeah, the it was the wrong conviction. He got a $2 million settlement, and then they found that the real murderer was a known serial killer and white supremacist who eventually confessed to the crimes. Really? What was that guy's name? Uh, oh, yeah, I needed to... Was it... Uh, one sec. One sec. Because um, I wonder if he's, you know, well, what else he's... If he's a serial killer, what else is he fucking connected to? Uh, um, yeah, uh, I thought that I was going to tell you about this guy so you could cover him. Yeah, that's, sure. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was this one. Oh man, that's a uh, that's crazy. So yeah, they do have uh, a little bit of murdering uh, that happens outside it, and then in um, in twenty eighteen, a woman was beat to death at a rainbow gathering. She like was killed inside. Like yes. Oh my god. Uh, in twenty fifteen, a man was killed was um, killed in a North Carolina regional rainbow okay, gathering. Okay, so not that's like twenty fifteen, yeah. not the big one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in a similar gathering in 2014, a man, this one, they didn't, because of how the laws work, they have a story about a man dying from being stabbed to death and another man being arrested for stabbing. Okay. But the law wasn't like, <laughs> this guy stabbed yeah, this guy, yeah, yeah. you know? Okay. Okay. So, a uh, decent amount of, I mean, you know, the thing is, and what I was reading is, like, not everybody who comes to these is, like, a cool hippie who just smokes yeah, pot. Yeah. Some of them are like heroin yeah, addicts and, and, who live and, on their own. It, it, I mean, that's um, that's you know, you know, there's nothing. Uh, Not that a heroin addict immediately means you're going to yeah, die. Yeah, no, no, no. There's, there's nothing wrong. More desperate times. Yeah, of their nothing, lives. nothing wrong with uh, being an addict, dude. But uh, also, I, I would imagine when these things get so big, there's always going to be like a handful of shitty people that show up. That's just how anything is when you Joseph have... Franklin. Joseph Franklin. What I looked up uh, this name that I made up for my that I was like Joe. Jo- oh, Joseph Paul Franklin. Yeah. Okay. American serial killer. Yeah, Joseph Paul Franklin. I don't know. I was I was trying to remember his name, so I googled Joseph Turner murderer, and there like was one, but that's a totally <laughs> random thing. I was like, oh shit. Okay. He, yeah. Uh, Joseph Paul Franklin is a white supremacist, a serial killer. Yep. Uh, eight victims, eight convictions, 20-plus suspected. There's uh, a lot of stuff about other, that. Other names, the racist killer. Good one. That Well, that doesn't, that sounds That's like he zinger. kills racists. Like, <laughs> he is the racist. The killer Jesus. who was quite racist yeah. himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joseph Paul Franklin, you, you could cover him. Yeah, I definitely. It seems like there's enough information out there. Firebomb some synagogues. No stuff shit, to talk really? about. What yeah. an absolute fucking piece uh, of and shit. And that's the Rainbow Family. You know, it's really just a, a cool hippie gathering that seems like a fun thing. Yeah, I mean. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a if-you-know-you-know you know kind of crowd. Like, you know, if you asked your local, like, uh, 
crystal sales lady at, at a festival. Yeah. Hey, have you ever been to a rainbow gathering? Yeah. Yeah. She's been most to a certainly. rainbow gathering. Yeah, most yes. certainly. Anyone who who wears the like long rainbow skirts and yeah. and like hugs you way too often, yeah. probably. Yeah, most probably likely. has been to a rainbow. That's gathering. tight. I mean, it sounds it seems like nice. yeah, it sounds like they're just there to fucking yeah. chill, kind of live off the land a little bit. Low controversy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, the locals don't like them. That's gonna yeah, happen, of course. And cops um, don't like them, but we hate yeah, the cops. Exactly. And. And um, sometimes people get murdered there. Yeah, and, and people uh, get murdered everywhere. Yeah, like I said, with something like that, when it gets so big, you know, you're bound to have fucking... Yeah, one murder out of 50,000, yeah. that yeah. ain't bad. That ain't bad, that's a good ratio. Yeah. That's a, not a bad ratio that being at said, all. I've been to quite a few shows with that many people where nobody dies. Yeah, also so true, also it true. It can definitely happen. But, all, but when it goes on consistently like the the event like the rainbow gathering goes on consistently throughout the years you're bound to have some shit go someone's down. gonna yeah, get something yeah someone's gonna yeah get i thought it seemed killed. cool i wouldn't i want to go to one and not stay there the yeah, whole time yes yeah, yeah. I oh say, a week I was, of that shit i was I thinking that too. i was like i would love to go check this mind. out but i think like a day and i'm gonna be like all right i'm I'll like you, you guys later. were cool i'm gonna go sleep in a bed I yeah, love I'm camping gonna go. and stuff. I just don't want to be. I don't want to camp around this many fucking. Yeah, people. yeah, no, That's no, no. I agree. I'm gonna keep uh, some actual. Like, There's no food quiet and hours, and and like you know, I've gone, I've camped in a dozen national parks. Yeah, I've camped all over the place, and people are awful. Yeah, awful. They suck to camp with. Yeah. Like, you don't understand if you are like digging around in your pocket in a campsite, people sleeping can hear yeah, that. It's, like it's it, tense. It's very quiet yeah, out here, and, and people um, are just shit. They just they'll bring their dogs, or yeah. like a generator, yeah, I, you or know. and just leaving their trash everywhere. Like yeah, that, that happens me a lot off. too. Yeah, that absolutely fucking pisses me off. I hate seeing people. Littering. But we'll put this on the list of things to go do. We'll do. We'll All right, yeah. A, no, we'll have, we'll have to start our own little list for the, when this happens. We gotta. Do a fucking make a the, week out of it. The uh, National Rainbow. There is a official document, official document from the U.S. Forest Service Department of Agriculture, labeled the 2013 National Rainbow Family Gathering National Incident Management Team. Oh, and great. it has uh, frequently asked questions about the National Rainbow Family of Light, uh, Family of Living Light Gathering. Okay. Uh, let me see. It's really funny because like. The questions seem like they're four. The yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So one of them is like, who can be a rainbow? Anyone can become <laughs> a rainbow family member. Members come from all walks of life and multicultural backgrounds. Uh, this one does say that, so like the biggest, the first one was 40,000. This one, they say that the number of participants fluctuates from year to year. And this was 2013. And generally falls between 10 and 20,000, which is oh, still a shit. Yeah, that's a lot that's of fucking lot. people. Holy shit. That is a ton of people. Um. They, Tight, though. Oh, how does it decide where they gather? At the end of each gathering, members form a vision council to discuss which state to hold the next year's gathering. Okay. The actual site location is not determined until the following spring. Oh, nice. Um, Let me see. Keep you on your toes. Uh, I already went into the kitchens. So uh, this one, what social impact can we expect? Expect. The Rainbow Family Gathering attracts thousands of participants consisting of multicultural and diverse backgrounds. Area communities can expect both positive and negative social impacts, which applies to everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Except for, I don't know, like the cartel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rainbow Family participants purchase food and supplies from local businesses for the gathering, which provides an economic boost to area communities. 
The Rainbow family openly welcomes anyone to attend uh, the gathering without bias, so a potential for socially unacceptable behaviors does exist. Oh, my that, God. I think that's so funny. They're like, anybody can go, so it's going to be Yeah, it's going to be fucking insane. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, how many people in your little town so are this, doing socially unacceptable behaviors? They first made the National Incident Management Team for Rainbow Family in 1997 and have done it ever since, and they have, like, a bunch of different agencies involved in it. Um, but you know, do something productive. Like I know. do well, something. Well, at the same time, though, they we do need real adults to keep track of all yeah. these other adults not murdering each other, not uh dying in the woods or drinking poison. Yeah, you know, yeah. some or like trapping animals yeah, and shit like yeah. that. Although none of these people hunt. No, fuck no. That would be it, hilarious. And I get it. Like imagine it, dropping a doe at radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? You might you might be the first person to get absolutely like flayed alive. Yeah, flayed alive by hippies, dude. Um, and I and I get it. You know, when you have that many people, you have that many people gathering somewhere, you're going to need like. You know, just have your your your. I don't even want to say law enforcement. Have like an agency be like, okay, hey, listen, we got a bunch of people here. Just be you know cognizant. You might get a call to go out and do something, like help somebody if they need help or whatever. But also like being like, oh yeah, we got all these hippies here. We're gonna go get up in our tactical gear and go antagonize them. Dude, I mean that um, is yeah, yeah, it's fucking stupid. And like hippies are famously antagonistic. <laughs> they love hating the police. Yeah. Oh, totally 110%. Absolutely. I, I um, will say that, like, I don't know. It, it it feels like a kind of event from a time gone. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. The the Instagram appeal is, like, Burning Man and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Which, and also, one difference, way more fucking at Burning Man. They don't fuck like that at Rainbow Gathering. Fair, There's fair. kids around. Yeah. There's fucking children in this area. You can't just be dude. having sex in public. Yeah, like Burning, Burning Man, Man, another story. Definitely you can't have kids story. at Burning Man, right? I don't think so. We should cover Burning Man. Yeah, we should. Can Does that you count? Can you have kids at Burning Man? They're like, of course. Tons of people will yeah. get pregnant at Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody under 18 years of age must be accompanied by a parent or legal guardian age 21 or older. Children, Who would do that? Who would bring their child Yeah, children Man? 12 or under will be admitted for free as of 2015 and must have a kid's ticket. Children ages 13 and older require full price tickets. So I guess it's just like any other. Isn't Burning Man over? Or did they no, end it? No, is it? I thought it's burning. Oh no, it, no, I, did they miss it? I, maybe I was thinking they skipped a year or something because of COVID. Uh, pro- probably that. Yeah, that, it was. It was yeah, canceled for twenty twenty. Yeah, okay. so that makes sense. It was the first year that it had never happened. That's cr- Burning Man's a very crazy, very crazy concept. Go out, yeah, in but the it's desert like, and watch things. And, and the thing is, Burning Man is like hella capitalized like it, it's got, oh yeah it's, it, it's, it's got money it, there it's you know, water bottle advert yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like yeah it, it is a really different vibe at rainbow gathering like there's no businesses they pool their money together to buy the food to cook for everybody yeah. like they just hang out it's, yeah. it's 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 a really different vibe it does seem kind of different the one thing watching it and like you know i was stoned out of my mind yeah. watching this and i was like yeah i'm a hippie i get it <laughs> but like people walk up and like hey i love you brothers and sisters and i'm like i'm not gonna say that no shit. yeah i can't I, i'm not like that can't, I, no me neither you're like hey neither. i i love you too Ugh. i'm like i'm like yeah you, know, you, you seem like a nice that's person. cool yeah, yeah you seem like a decent human being yourself <laughs> pleasure to meet you fellow hippie. yeah i don't love you <laughs> Uh, so, but yeah, but okay. That's it, you know, cool. Yeah, it, it, it's like I didn't have any drama. They they just vibe. They don't really have a community because yeah. 
And, and like, even at the events, that really the only thing everyone does together, all 50,000, is the prayer for peace. Otherwise, you know, you're basically just, like, kind of camping in a group of, like, a thousand people next to another group of a thousand people. Like, you can't meet everybody at the fucking thing. But you can find some dope shrooms. Yeah, I do. Oh, I, I can only would, imagine. Oh. I can only imagine the 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 uh, potency of oh. the LSD shrooms you would Dude, get there. You you can just go there and you're like, I need drugs. Yeah, you it, just shout it into the air. So that's how that's what it's like at the gathering of the jugglers. There's a drug bridge you can go on where people are just selling. That's where you go to get your drugs. I um, really want to. Dude, go I want to go to the gathering. Oh, of the it's funny. So I bet if we bad. did this, we end up staying at like a juggalo gathering for like three days. Yeah, like six hours Dude, at the fucking yeah. rainbow gallery. Oh yeah, I, I, I could definitely. <laughs> like, you want to go us, back to the fucking? Yeah, I could definitely see us um, uh, spending adequate time at a gathering of the jugglers because yeah. those are kind of like they're not really our people, but it's like they're more in tune with like they're more in line with our like you know let's have a good time fucking and you know. I was gonna say like to broadly generalize. Yeah. I, in my family, in my history, and how I've grown up and how I've lived, I probably identify a lot more with white trash than yeah. hippies. Yeah, that's You know what fair. I mean? Yeah. Even though socially I'm all on the same side as the hippies, yeah. I generally just, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, 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 I love get you it. people. I don't yeah. wear flowy clothes, yeah. and I don't believe in chakras. Uh, that puts me on a, you know fair. what I mean? No, I white totally trash pr- people just want to throw shit at each yeah, other and party and start like, fires right, cool. and drink. Yeah, like, which I'm down. Start fires and the, I'm Smoke super pot. about yeah. it, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a, that's that's a good, good episode. episode. Yeah. I think uh, I might cover Indigo Children in the next episode to see. Is that like a community? It's. I'm going to read into a little bit more. You know, if you want to do that, read the Beast Coast era of rap oh really a ton of those dudes were indigo really yeah, okay. like underachievers have whole albums about oh, their no. first album was indigoism no shit yeah. really yeah okay they're big into that scene all right i'll take it i'll take and fair gander. use allows us to use 10 seconds or less so Hell we can put yeah, some clips dude. on there oh I'll, I'll, I'll look a little bit into it and see uh see if i can get enough content um but yeah thanks for hanging out yeah uh, I hope you guys keep listening through December because yeah. we look at the numbers to make ourselves feel better. Yeah, but, but we <laughs> make get our it. dopamine yeah. up, please. We, you got you got things you got to do. We get it, but yeah. uh, we hope you have a good holiday. Um, fucking like, we'll subscribe. See. Yeah, share. don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and fair. Posts? Yeah, they can share to their can stories. Can you do and that? Stuff like that? You guys yeah. should do that. Yeah, that so would be helpful. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Uh, that's how we get this podcast in front of new listeners. Um, yes. and hopefully one day we'll be. Able to achieve our dream of visiting all these places and documenting. Think of how it for good you. our content will be. Yeah, guys. it's gonna be bitching. I'm pretty and, sure. And both of us have a lot of experience with video media. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Be a whole different world. And I'm also pretty sure. And we're not ugly. I know you guys also don't, true. Maybe the all the podcast listeners haven't seen us, especially me. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not ugly. Yeah, I absolutely not. <laughs> and also, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Spotify has you can like rate and review yes. podcasts on it. It's now. a little annoying. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Please so do it. It would be awesome that. to do it on Spotify we, for sure. Yeah, we would very much appreciate it. But we will see you guys next week. Be safe. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Get your booster. Get your boosters. Know that you're loved. You're valued. You're cherished. There's always a place for you here in this community. We will see you next week. Bye bye.